Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Mary B. Welcome to the The Happiest Happiest Girls Podcast. Episodes will drop every Monday morning, and each week we'll be tackling a new topic, chatting about motherhood, singlehood, health, wellness, and everything in between. Tune in each week as we discuss what it means to be the happiest girl. Hey, Kate. Hey, Mary B. How's oh, going? wow. Oh. How good does it feel to be in the same room? <laughs> so great. Our audio is going to be off the Premium. today. I can't wait for you guys to hear it. Yeah. feels so good to not be holding a phone to the microphone. <laughs> Just really life-changing. So, so yeah. happy to be here. Yes. How's yes. everything going? Everything's great. I'm so happy to be back in New York and just back in our routine. I've worked the last two days, so I am toast, oh. which I know doesn't sound like a lot to the average person that works five days a week, but it is a lot for me. Okay. Yeah, that is a lot. And then coming home and like also being a parent. I've said this before, you know. 24 hours. Moms, working moms, they've, they've got it the hardest. Mm-hmm. So, well... But now thank you for I'm showing off. up. Thank you for showing up and giving us Thanks your for all. Over. So late. Oh, it's a pleasure. It's like late on Friday because Spencer's playing golf. That's okay. I just you know shut the laptop, came right here, worked out perfectly. Yes. I usually don't work till seven p.m. on Friday evening, but extenuating circumstances this evening. And you know I love everyone I work with and work for so much. It isn't even a problem for wow. me. But if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. It's more so the people, you know. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> like my coworkers are like my close friends. So well, this thing, this thing I had to do before I came over here was with like, literally like, my boss's 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 boss, oh, and I was like an, an email with all of them, and they were like, D-d-d-d-d-d. I was like, but it's cool. My um, one of my favorite people at the company is a woman who I started with, and I be like in the beginning and she's just the absolute best and she was also in the situation and she was just like paying me on the side like love the side combo and she's so funny like she's saying things like let it rip she's like I'm just drinking a glass of wine while we're doing this I'm like shoot I gotta like get my own glass of wine like energy I know she's the best so it's all good um yeah I had a super productive day which always feels good Good. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Went to core power. I've been on a core power kick. How was it? It was so sweaty. Sometimes I forget what it's like to have rivers of sweat flowing down your arms and legs. Yeah. But I do have to say I only recently got back into core power because I'm doing their black tag promo where it's half off for your first month. It will be my first and last month considering Mm -hmm. it's so expensive when it's not half off. However, I do really like it, but we have been doing Core Power now. Oh my gosh. For like a decade, I Literally, feel like. since I was like, I don't even know. So there's these two girls, two or three girls that I went to college with actually were Core Power certified instructors and they would teach Core Power classes at our gym at St. Mary's. So mm-hmm. I've been doing Core Power since I was, I don't know, like 19. Yeah, and then they opened one in Kansas. I, I went to well, the one in in Chicago all the time because I lived right by the Shooterville location. Mm-hmm. So I would go to that one before work a lot. Oh yeah, I think that's when I started when I lived with you in that summer. Yeah, so it's probably been six years now for me. It's and not then that too long, but we I've been to the one in Kansas City. But I don't. Uh, that's not true. I've taken a few classes in New York, 
it just wouldn't be my first workout choice at the moment. Yeah, I but really, I should get back into it. I'm really only doing it because of the deal. Yeah, but it it just the sculpt is easier now. Like oh, really? that might be a hot take. I'm curious if it anyone else. It used to be else, like insane in yeah. Chicago. It was insane. I remember I went once in New York when I interned here and I was like, I am on death's door in this room. And it was like packed with people, sweaty, just absolutely insane. And now I do it and it just doesn't seem that hard. So I don't know if that's a hot take. I'm definitely not any stronger. So it's not that. That's really my only issue with core power is you sweat so much you think you're getting this insane workout but it's mm. kind of just dehydrating you which is just my own personal opinion obviously if you like core power continue to go to core power forever mm-hmm. so i also when i was in montauk oh. last weekend she, she, she. i at surf lodge oh. last weekend <laughs> subtle name drop. i uh, actually ran into this girl that I went to Notre Dame with, and I actually hadn't didn't remember her. She was a year or two, maybe two years below me, and somehow we got talking to their group of friends, and it came out we all went to Notre Dame, and she said, "I really recognize you." And I was like, "Really? I recognize you too." She was like, "Did you used to take my classes at the Duncan Center?" And I remembered she used to teach CPY classes wow. at the Duncan Center, and she was telling me how she thinks that. Anyone who goes to Core Power should be just careful with how you move your body because some instructors aren't as intentional about like making sure you don't ever get hurt as yes. others. And I think that's fair for, for every all workout, workout classes because there are definitely some Barry's instructors who yeah. I know the moves that they give us and even the runs that they do. I'm like, you don't understand proper body mechanics, so mm-hmm. you really have to be intentional I guess about who you're who, what even with in you're in the class if you're like this doesn't feel right don't do it well it's not like a reasonable expectation to have them like coming around adjusting like all everyone like, people or whatever I feel yeah. like you know what you're signing up for but more of a PSA to be like just like like monitor yourself like I feel like swinging your limbs with weights like not squatting with your note with your or squatting with your knees over your toes like little things like that are bad for your body so i was thinking about that today but regardless good day so yeah with my good friend shannon hey shannon thanks for going with me today love shannon the best um oh you know we need to talk about Hmm. claudia Ozempic? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay, did you listen to her Patreon I'm not, episode? I'm not, I don't pay for her Patreon. Sorry, oh. sorry. I pay, I, I was, ho- I was hoping you would, you were, you would have listened okay. to it, but I just have like my initial off-the-cuff okay. thoughts okay. as a nurse. Okay. I think it's amazing that she is on Ozempic, and I think it's amazing that she's finally feeling comfortable enough to speak on it, and I feel horrible that she's getting any sort of shame or she felt any sort of shame or anything that she had to hide it i think that ozempic is such an incredible medication and she is the perfect person to be on ozempic Mm -hmm. and it's like shaming someone for getting a gastric bypass or for like wanting to start a healthy lifestyle none of us know what is going on behind the scenes with her medically speaking 
And mm-hmm. I think it's... Well, I do now. Oh, do you want to tell us? Yeah. I, mean, I, think, I think it's incredible because... Yeah. And in, in anyone out there, if you're listening, you should... If you are in the demographic that it is medically appropriate, I think that you should not feel shame. I think obesity, I said this before, can cause a multitude of other problems. Yeah. And... Uh, so I commend anyone because it's not if it doesn't fix everything. It's another tool in your tool belt. Mm-hmm. So I don't if you're out there and you're feeling any sort of shame or anything, you really shouldn't. It's such an amazing thing that can be so helpful for so many people physically, mentally, all this stuff. So yeah, I completely agree with everything you said, and I can add some more color since I. I do not belong to Patreon, but maybe even worse, I use a friend's login. So, sorry, (laughs) Claudia. I love you. But um, I I listen to the Patreon, and I shouldn't say that I know all of her medical ailments, but she does talk a little bit about some things she was experiencing because she was so overweight, such as, like, a big one is she had really intense back pain that she had to go to physical therapy for. Yeah, it can be hard um, on your knees, your joints, yeah. your back, and everything. And this is, again, just, like, the medical definition yeah. of obesity. And I'm sure this yeah. is her own words. You're yeah. not telling her she's obese. I'm sure she probably said that. Yeah, yeah. Or pre-diabetic that she said she was pre-diabetic. That's a big one, too. So I do want to say she doesn't say that she felt ashamed for being on Ozempic. Because she, she shouldn't. She, she said the reason why she held off from... And to preface as well, this is a podcaster that I love, Kate and Kate listens to, and her name's Claudia Oshray. And she just came out saying that she's been on Ozempic. There's a lot of speculation. We kind of knew all along, but she just confirmed it. And she said she, the reason she didn't come out about it is because she was feeling kind of stubborn in that she didn't want to share that piece of her life which is totally and fair. didn't feel like she had she wanted to keep that for herself and was upset that like she she would have to tell in, like not in her own time which is so fair like she your she's, own private medication and is only between you and your doctor yeah and it's she, not between you and the world it's not like she went and got, like, a facelift or something and is lying. Like, some cosmetic procedure, like, some celebrities do and then lied about it. Like, Kylie Jenner did for years. Like, it's her personal medical... Yeah. And she said, too, that she would have other women who are her toasters, which is what they call the people who listen to their podcast called The Toast, toasters who are overweight come up to her and be like, Please, I'm begging you. I've been trying all of these things. Nothing is working for me. How are you losing the weight? And she would yeah. be like, I'm on Ozempic. Right. <laughs> like, she was toasting. Which is amazing. So she said that a big reason, or if not the only reason why she's decided to come out, is because she wants other, she wants to destigmatize Ozempic and she wants other people, like those exact girls who are wondering what she's doing trying like on their own weight loss journey themselves to know that she she said like she said she has no critiques of the drug 
She's like, it's been amazing for me. All of the side effects, like nothing's been too intense. Like the hair, she was experiencing hair loss, but she's doing things to combat it that I've been working and she has nothing negative to say about the drug. So she really wants to spread the word to people who now may be affected by this new stigma of Ozempic to say, I am doing it. I love it. And she's like, I think that, you know, talk to your doctor, but you should try it too. Cause it's worked for me. And she talks about it as like a kickstart to her journey. Yes. One big thing that was a big takeaway for me is she's joined a gym now. And is now, like, going to the gym. So she says she's so embarrassed going because she's kind of new to it. But she was saying how, like, she's kind of using Ozempic to kickstart her health journey. So now that she has lost weight, she feels so much more... She feels much better and she feels much more motivated to keep the weight off because she said, like, you can't be on Ozempic, like, when you're pregnant, like, you, like, all these yeah, things that, like, not she a miracle can't cure take for the rest it, of your life. Right. Like, she can't take it forever. So she's trying really hard to change her lifestyle to carry into when she can no longer be on it. And she was saying how, like, she was like, if you are overweight, like, you know, like what I mean when it's so mortifying to work out, to go to the gym, to work out. It's so uncomfortable, like, and for, I think mental, mentally and physically, of course it's uncomfortable for everyone, but like, I think there's just another level when you are not at a healthy weight. And now she's like, I go to the gym and I feel like really good about like walking and like taking these classes. But she like jokes. She was like, but if you're a toaster and you see me in the gym, don't say hi. I'm so embarrassed still. That's amazing. But like, it's amazing that she now has this experience of like, okay, like I can do X, Y, Z. I like how I feel. Um, And I think it's really, really amazing that she is sharing her story. And of course, we're not entitled to it, but hopefully it will help other people feel less shame about taking Ozempic who really need it. So, yeah. Love it. I think those are our two cents. So, shout out to Claude. Yes. But also, Jackie had her baby. Oh my gosh, I feel like she, like, just had that issue where she had to come back to... No. New York. She so. posted oh my the gosh. cutest picture. Amazing. She have a boy or a girl? A boy. She, the caption was Harry's brother. Aww. <laughs> so cute. So cute. I'm so happy for her. I think she was really uncomfortable in her pregnancy at the end. So I'm really happy for her that she is no longer pregnant. Yes. So congrats Less. to Jackie. Yes. I know that relief. Yeah. So. Yes. I know you do. Congratulations. Yeah. Uh, other things. Did you watch Roni? Yes. I did. What do you think? Oh my gosh. Okay, first of all, shout out Bryn in oh. the 574. She's my new favorite. Uh, <laughs> South Bend baby, go Irish. Yes. I wonder if I ever like ran across her grandma in the hospital. I wonder if she worked at Memorial mm. or where she, mm-hmm. where she worked. But I thought her, oh my gosh, her story like literally broke me. Like Especially after being a mom, like hearing stuff like that just... Yeah. I can have empathy towards her parents and their struggles mm-hmm. with probably mental health. I don't, I, can, I feel like she talked about a drug addiction, maybe. Yeah, I think so. So I have a lot of empathy for them in that sense that they were just not well. But when I hear about kids who grew up not feeling loved and not well taken care of and some, you know, some levels of abuse, it just makes me want to punch a wall because. I just can't imagine ever, ever, ever treating dictator that way. Yeah. Like, I just love her so much. Like, 
oh my gosh, I just can't imagine. So yeah, it's very like heartbreaking, truly. And I'm sure very traumatic for her. And I hope one day if she decides to have a child, I hope it's very healing for her Mm -hmm. to be able to be the mom that she never had. Definitely. So love, love her. But I can't, what else happened? I can't. Uh, well, I have to say that my, one of my favorite moments was, uh, Jessel saying that Tribeca was up and coming. Oh, that was so funny. As a Tribeca resident, I just, you know, <laughs> looking at my rent bill every month, that, that hurt to You're hear. like, it's here. I was We're, like, Aaron was like, mm, no, I was like, if it's, it's not here, here, I'm paying too much for rent. Tribeca is so. easily probably one of the most expensive zip codes in the entire country, so. Did you watch What's What Hap- Watch What Happens Live, though? No. Oh my gosh, you gotta watch it, because it's Jessel. What does she say? And, I mean, it's nothing really that she says, but Andy just goes to town on all of these comments that she's made. He has all of these, like, um, you know how they do, like, little games? Yeah. One of them is, like, is it here? And she, like, has her, she has to That's say, so like, funny. is it up and coming or is it here? Yeah. I think, like, her saying comments like that, it keeps her it's gonna keep her on the show yeah like her because for for, at first i was like she's gonna be a one a one season wonder but oh there's another thing i have to say saying like controversial like crazy things like that yeah is what keeps you on the show so i gotta give her that we're talking about her so exactly Uh, another thing that happened on what's what happens live is she had to guess the price of some things oh gosh and i'm sure that was her her husband was the behind the bar yeah and one of the things was how much does one carat uh, one carat diamond cost okay guess what she said i can't you can't she, even guess i don't even know her was poor it, husband obviously was, knows because he probably you know buys, buys the diamonds yeah and she said 25k what i know oh my gosh i know <laughs> Jessel. <laughs> I was like, Jessel, what? Jeez. Yeah, Crazy so that was a tough moment for Jessel. But That's I feel so like, funny. yeah, she's a true housewife. So as far as I can tell, I'm not the most first, but I trust your opinion. So anyway, that happened. And oh, the this really cool like Vogue writer came to Jessel's part, party, though. Oh, yeah. So that was cool to see. I know, I was shocked. I'm always shocked when people show up on a, yeah, a like Real Housewives episode. sent to be filmed. Especially in New York, because people can be so private. Yeah. Which is why I'm so confused that Jenna Lyons is on. But I love love that she's on. Mm. Reinventing herself. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know anything else that happened. It was just, like, beef between Aaron and Jessel, and then, like, it got figured out. Everyone's anti-Jessel this episode. Yeah. I kind of felt bad for Bryn in the moment at the very beginning of the episode mm-hmm. and the ending of the last episode because I was like, oh gosh, these people are kind of pushing her to tell her story when she really doesn't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad that she did did share it, even though I'm sure it was probably hard for hard for her in the moment. Yeah, definitely. We we love you, Fred, Bryn. Yeah, we love you, Bryn. We love you. Um, how are you watching Summer I Turned Pretty? No, but I, I see so many things on TikTok about it. Oh, it's I'm painful. Not, oh, gosh. Well, it's like a car wreck. Oh, no. You can't stop watching. Oh, I can't look away. Yeah. Anyway, the premiere came out, and um, spoiler alert, 
the Conrad stands are mourning this Oh gosh. So that's really all. I I'll guess. have to watch while I'm in France or something. It's a good like um easy watch. Yeah. It doesn't take much brain power. Okay. Except for maybe the it. cringe factor of your brain because it's literally one giant cringe. Yeah. But I don't know if there's anything else like in pop culture to chit chat about. Um Yeah, that's all I can really think of. I know I see Ariana's coming out with a book. Oh, is she? Oh my yeah. gosh, I've I haven't listened to the whole Bethany oh, and Rachel I have podcast. Like I feel like I I've seen enough that. on TikTok to kind of get the gist of it. And what is it's it? Not good. What What is it? Basically, she says pretty much the same thing that she's been saying all on, and it doesn't really seem like she's had much growth. Rachel and learned much from oh. her three months away, and it also seems I don't know. I have like my own issues with Bethany, so. I feel like it was not, it was like a Howie Mandel, her version of the Howie Mandel interview that Scandal did, like, Bethany clearly doesn't watch the show, and Bethany on Real Housewives was very intense and could really sling them. Mm -hmm. So, and she was like, oh, if you were my daughter, I would have been so upset, like, of her for how you were treated. But, like, she... But how she was treated? How Raquel was treated at the reunion. Oof. But, like, again, I don't really think Bethany watched it or really had, like, a full understanding of what was going on. Mm, and also, I think that she's given much worse to her castmates. Than, and if, like, her... if. If one of her castmates had an affair with her long-term significant other, she would not. She probably would have been meaner than Ariana, honestly, because she has a wicked tongue. She's very, like, like quick on her feet, and she mm. can really Give zing ya. Wow. Zing ya. Spicy. I gotta yeah. listen to that. I heard about that and forgot. I need yeah. to listen to it in my spare time. So that's all I have to say about that. But we have a kind of a fun pod topic today. I'm really excited for this one. Do you want to introduce kind of what we wanted to talk about? This was Kate's idea. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about things that you think or thought, depending on how old you are as a listener, were going to be a big deal. And you're, I would say, 25 and, and up that really are not a big deal now that you're that age i'm nearing 26 so i just you're the almost there mary b's I'm birthday is in 11 days oh, so wow, that fast dang that's yeah crazy and so do you have a list of things that you thought were gonna be or do you have any in your head because i made a list of five things but okay well you want to, to just kind of spitfire some in your mind quite honest i was gonna make my list today but then i got caught up with all of these work tings so I was thinking about it on my walk over here, and one huge one was, uh, I think this is going to be a big topic of discussion, but being in a committed relationship, mm-hmm. like the timeline, Yes, yeah, I feel like for some reason, you know, there's probably a lot that you could say about this, but it just always felt like that was just like the direction that like life went was like you meet someone in college or young and you marry them in your mid-20s and then you start your life together which is some people's path 
But I think maybe it's because it was our parents' path. I was like, oh, that's what's going to happen to me. That was the culture (laughs) of Notre Dame and St. Mary's. It's like the whole ring by spring thing. Like, you be a good Catholic and you get married really quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that just, like, hasn't been... I really thought that that would be my 20s. I thought my 20s was like, okay, that's when you... And, you know, I'm still mid-20s Could for be, the next 11 days. Could you imagine being right now? <laughs> but that's the thing is, like, when you... Like, when you're so much younger, I feel like it's hard to really recognize how young... Yes. 25, it sounds 26 older. is. But it feels so young like I just think that I know that life is you know long but short but I feel like I'm not in a place where that's what I want right now and I'm really grateful for the years that I have of not being in that stage yet yes that was one of mine was getting married and having kids I'm 30. Like at 26 yeah like having I'm kids at 20 30 and I'm <laughs> which is fine but by far light years like I don't know, like, I have one friend that's about to get married, but, like, a lot of my friends are single, not even just dating guys, they're single, and they're incredibly successful in their career, and they're beautiful, funny, smart, like, they, it just hasn't, the stars have not aligned, and they just haven't met the right guy yet, and Mm -hmm. it does not matter, like, I, I feel like the anomaly, like, I feel, I, I was the child bride, Mm -hmm. I'm the teen mom. It's more so that you just, like, met the right person at a certain time. Earlier than they did, yeah. And I think that's a lot of what can, I think that really should end up being what dictates how you move forward, because, the real the only true danger is feeling so beholden to these like timelines that you sign on to a marriage with someone who really isn't the right person it for you. It is so if much you, better to be single. Yeah. Oh my god. Forever than to marry the wrong guy or to just be in a relationship with the wrong yes. guy is so much worse than being single and so that's to say that like if you meet the right person when you're young then that's your path but if you don't then it's not like you're behind. No, definitely not. Like, it's, it's not just like the timing. You're, it's and yeah, it's just the timing. So. And just again, and I've said this before, but I'm going to say it again: that the person that you choose to have a baby with is one of the biggest decisions you'll ever make in your entire life. So do and not rush that decision. Take it very seriously. In the Church of Kate, we say, say Amen. Eighteen years. Eighteen years. She have one of your kids. Got you for eighteen, 18 years. years. <laughs> True so. words have never been <laughs> and said. And really, it's not even 18 years. It's a lifetime. It's yeah. You never stop being a parent. And yeah. so you are beholden to that person forever. So yeah. take your decision very seriously. Really quick tangent. I went to SoulCycle last night, and they played Battlefield. Remember that song? How does it go? Why does love always feel like a battlefield? Oh, my gosh. It was life-changing. Oh, yeah. That just great, took great me Great jam. So great. Jam. Everybody turn that on today. It'll make your Monday. Anyways... Back to me. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. No, back to you. Back to you. <laughs> I was, I was, my other couple things were knowing what I want to be when I grow up. Oh I think my god! it's totally normal to yeah. not love the job that you have right away in your early 20s. I really did like my job. I definitely couldn't be doing it now that I'm like a mom. And I feel like I've touched on this before, just like how when I was young and naive, I had no issue with the work I was doing but now it'd be a lot harder for me. And then I went to another job in New York and I despised it. And now 
I'm in a position that I absolutely love and I could do forever, but like it wasn't mm-hmm. a straight path. So if you're, if you're like, I don't know what I want to be. And even now I'm like, what do I want to, like, what am I going to, where am I going to be in five, 10, 15 years? Yeah, you don't so. know you could come consult. Exactly. There you go. I could get, I could get into consulting. <laughs> so who knows? Who knows? Exactly. And so my next one is having a ton of friends. Mm. that's definitely not as big of a deal. Like when you're in college and you have people in close proximity to you, you're going to have a bigger friend group or even like if you live in a city and all your friends are still there. But as you get older, people move away, your priorities change and sometimes things don't align Mm -hmm. and you kind of trim the fat in your friend group and that's completely normal. Mm -hmm. Going out all the time. I do not have FOMO anymore. I love to stay in. I like when I lived in Chicago, I was going out all the time, all the time. And even when I first moved to New York and now I'm like, "Hmm, no, like I'm good. I don't need to go out and all that. Yeah. And then lastly, and I think this one comes with being more like financially secure, but like material things matter less to me. I do like really nice things. Spencer, if you're listening, I do like really nice things, but my priority is much more saving for the future, looking forward to the future, being able to always have an emergency fund in case Dictator gets hurt or sick or Spencer gets hurt or sick and can't work anymore. So Mm -hmm. definitely my focus and my priorities have shifted from buying things to making sure we're saving and we have a nest egg and the future looks good. Yeah. So, yeah. Those are good ones. Um, I would say another thing for me, I think you kind of touched on this, but just, like, kind of thinking, like, I need to have life, like, figured out. Yes. No one does. No. I think, again, it goes back to thinking that this is such an old age, and it's really not. So all the people who have been whispering that into our ears are lying because... I will even look back on, or like I'm reading this book right now about, it's really interesting. It's called Hidden Valley Road and it's about a family, a true story, and like nine of their sons had schizophrenia and they were studied, the, but whatever. But the, the point of me saying this is the parents like got married so young and then started just like having kids and I just think to myself, like, oh, my gosh, they were children. Yeah. Now that I have kids, that perspective, literally. like, being 22, obviously it happens all the time and things work out totally fine. But from my perspective, like, being 22 and having a child, I'm just, like, I feel like that's so young. Like, you're a child. You're, you're a child having a children. You're person. Yeah. Like, you grow so much. Right. Over, like, those 10 years from 20 to 30, like, you're, I'm a completely different person. Yeah. So, I can't even imagine yeah. if I had, like, obviously, you know, it'd be fine. Yeah. And I'd figure it out, but it would be much, much more difficult yeah. because I'm, I would have been much less mature, you know, mm-hmm. all that stuff, so. And it bleeds into career as well because you evolve and change, as you said, so much that... I think that you start to realize what actually makes you happy at the end of the day, what actually you need to feel fulfilled and like just all sorts of like your needs in your life start to become more clear the older you get. And so you can 
start to actually shape your career to to meet that as you yes. get to know yourself yes. better you can be like wow okay this is yeah. this is my one year my five year my 10 year goal I kind of have a general idea mm-hmm. so and yeah I think just getting to know yourself just changes everything you would totally. think you would know yourself but I think you honestly You're spend your learning. entire lifetime figuring it out yeah and I think like even so, mom would probably say she's still learning about herself yeah definitely so, 100% which is what makes being human so we want to be like exciting. fine wine. just keep getting better never peaking yeah I'll, any happiest girl you yeah don't, we don't peak we just keep getting better yeah I think social life is another big one too I think my experience has been as just like in my younger years putting more of my worth on my on external things and I think when you get older you start to put more worth on things that really fill you up internally yes as opposed to like how people look at you it's like how you feel or how you look at the world that really informs your decisions whether that be like you want to go out all the time whether that be I'm actually just happy staying in and I don't need to cave to any social pressure to go out so that is a big one as well I think yeah I'm, I'm like trying to there's so many things that have been unexpected about my 20s but I don't want to like get off the we could do a the whole question, un- unexpected which is 20s, what you thought yeah which would be like the the opposite question of like what is an unexpected yeah. finding well like digging even deeper I think that I because like the first thing and truly the biggest thing that comes to my mind is a romantic relationship mm-hmm. and I think that growing up I thought that that would be obviously it's the biggest decision you make in your life but in my 20s I thought that that would be what my life was was it's like I'm gonna be in this relationship and then I'll get married and then I'll have kids and like that's gonna be my late 20s and it's been more of a realization of actually life doesn't need to revolve around that it should revolve around just what makes you happy and figuring out yourself and like all the different things and so it's it's been a pleasant realization of letting my me be what my world revolves around as opposed to like a relationship and then I think that's healthy to take into a relationship because you have that like independence while also being in a partnership definitely you'll be such a better significant other if you can come to the realization that you shine so brightly on your own yeah. and, and any person coming into your life does not complete you. Yeah. You are already complete. They are adding to your life because you will be so much more secure. Everything that you were just saying, because if you are insecure and I mean... If, if you're not, well, here's what I was 100% like, confident on your own, yeah. you be, can become very dependent and yeah. that and can kind of lead you down a more difficult path in a relationship, I think. Yeah. And I think like what I'm trying to like dig at too is like where I f- found my, derived my self-worth from in my 20s. I feel like if I were to really psychoanalyze my younger self, it was like, I need to get married by a certain age or like what's wrong with me. Right. Whereas now that I am in this place and, you know, more mature and you're like, what's wrong with these guys? I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, like, that that isn't a indication of if I am better, more or less, if I am whole or not whole. 
of if I am like my self-worth is not tied up into that male male like attention or you know if I'm in that stage and that's something that I think that if I were to like look back and tell myself I wouldn't probably be able to like convince myself or myself would have been like of course I know that yeah and then like so not really have it. said than done yeah and I think that's why a lot of people who when they meet their significant other a little bit later that's why they don't need to date as long and they get married quicker yeah they know each other they know because themselves. they know themselves yeah. and they're like my bs meter is zero I'm not going to put up with anything. So they don't even continue to date guys that they don't deem worthy, Mm -hmm. which is incredible. Don't waste your time. Time is money, honey. Worthy or compatible. Like, you know who who you're going to be compatible with. And on the first date, if it doesn't hit, you're like, I'll see ya. Thank you for the time we spent together. But we're not going to work out. Yep. Yeah. All right. Do you want to read some of the... Yes. I think all of them. I think a lot of them are really good. Yeah. We can kind of read them them. I loved getting these. It was so fun to see them Yes. So thank you to everybody who wrote in. Yes. So um, here's one that we talked about. Uh, Someone wrote in what your job title is compared to your friends. Most people have no idea what I do for work and vice versa. Not as big of a deal as I thought. That's a good one. Love that. Yeah. Yeah. Don't compare yourself to anybody but yourself. You're your biggest competition. Totally. Totally. I have to remind myself of that a lot. Yeah, me too. Oh my gosh. Yes. Um, We had, I'll just like, like count. I'm just going to count these. How many being singles we got? (laughs) Being single one, being single two. um, Let's see. Oh gosh, maybe that's our that's our only well, two. But there are different <laughs> there are different shades of it throughout. But two yeah. legit just said being single. Also, look at Dig Dig. <laughs> she sleeps so weird. So, weird. <laughs> so do I though. Probably she, to set the scene, she's lying against the top of her crib, perpendicular with her arm over her head. <laughs> but continue. Uh, this is one we talked about. Having a small circle of three to four close friends is greater than a hundred friends who don't care yes. about you. That's four quarters over a hundred pennies so any true. day. So true. Um, my friend Tori wrote this in, shaving my legs. Love that uh, girl. Yes. So true. Yes. <laughs> Love you, Tori. Um, owning a house. Yes. Which is, I think, Especially this day and age. Oh yeah, my gosh. Something I definitely would have, like, if I were to look back. In this if I were, like, economy, 15, I'd be like, oh, I'm probably going to have a house. Yeah, because, like, our no. parents could afford to buy a house at this age where it's, like, now. You, yeah. No. Yeah. I really like this one, too. Going back to school, I dropped out of grad school and then went to nursing school at 26. Love. That's so relatable because I also yeah. dropped out of grad school. And I know so many people who nursing is their second career. And it always makes me so happy that they follow their passions. Because yeah. the time is going to pass either way. Mm-hmm. So I think, don't do anything yeah. that isn't for you. Like, don't go to school for your parents. Don't yeah. go to school because you're like, oh, I don't want to be... Like, for me, it was like, oh, I don't want to be just a nurse. And then I was like, why not? Being just a nurse is great. Nurses are amazing. <laughs> Lifeblood of our society. Oh, yes. And I'm miserable doing anything yeah. else. I think there's a lot of talk of like I'm already here like can I really start over yes like you're only in your 20s it's gonna pass either way yeah for sure just like get going accelerated program yeah and yeah you'll be happy you did yeah uh okay money being married before I turned 30 such a silly arbitrary rule so silly facts so silly you're a youth I think this one is like one of my favorites (laughs) it just reads 
Male affection, LMAO. <laughs> yes, so overrated. <laughs> so Not that overrated. Big of a deal. You don't need it. So overrated. Um, getting the best or perfect fit job right away. Yep, yep. we talked about Nobody that. Nobody loves their first job. I'm convinced. Yeah. For sure. Like, and if they it's not do about their where you are. <laughs> it's really not about where you are. It's about where you're going. Yeah. Not having my entire life mapped out. Yeah, there you go. Totally agree. A prestigious job. Yeah. yeah. Trying to keep friends that don't treat you the way you treat them. Uh, oh my gosh. So, so good. true. Trim it, trim it, trim, trim it. That. What's that song? Um, you need to cut it. No, it's cut like. It. Cut it. We have such different music cut, tastes. Cut. No, you know this one. <laughs> cut that. Cut that bitch out, and my waist got thinner. thinner. Oh yeah, cut a bitch out, and my waist got thinner. Uh, okay, so oh, someone just said so much. Learning what really makes you happy is being around people you love. Gosh, oh, that's so, literally it. So true. The secret to life: being around people that make you feel good. Yeah, that is the secret to join. Support this you life. and raise you up. Yeah, even if it's one person, yeah. like that's all you knew. That's all you knew. Um, I'm 28 and not close to married, and plenty of my friends are still single, yes, much like you, Kate. Virginity, 100%. Yes, Arbitrary rules, the timing for that. And another all- thing is people need to understand is that if a guy cares about that kind of stuff, they are not the yeah. right guy for you. Totally agree. Whether you have, whether you're a virgin, whether you're, you You've know, had so many men. Who cares? Yeah. It and the person matter. that is for you will not care, will not ask, none of their business. You, nobody needs to know that number, your gene size, your bra size. That's your own business. Um, yep, exactly. Completely agreed. There's like this really good Dear Toasters about that, but I won't waste everyone's time. But basically, <laughs> long story short, it was like she found a guy who like she's so glad that she like wasn't like concerned about it because he didn't care. That's and, like, like they got married. So like immature in that for anyone to care about that. Yeah. And also like who's gonna fa- how are they gonna fact check you? Wh- whatever you say. Literally. But they shouldn't even ask. It's none of their business. It's your own decision of what to do with your body and the patriarchy. Period. The patriarchy. Crush it. Period. Yeah. Don't let the patriarchy make you feel bad about deciding where to throw your coochie. Yeah. <laughs> you are in full control. Yeah. Where you throw it. All right. Another one. Home ownership. Friends and I have wildly different living situations. No one cares. LOL. Yes. Facts. Nobody cares. You should just support each other and love yeah. each other. That's it goes for a lot of things. Not even just home ownership. Finances, you know, yeah. job, everything. You should just support each other no matter what. Agreed. And I want to recognize that some of these are repeats, but I want to read them all so that everyone knows that repeats are coming in. Yes, like, you're not We're alone. all in agreement here. Yeah. A major career change, left corporate marketing to pursue my passion of becoming a therapist. Love. Thought it would be scary, but I feel so empowered and proud. <gasps> oh, love. I love that. Love that. Yes, love that. Yes, one of Spencer's best friends, he had a very successful consulting career, and he left it to join the FBI because that was his dream. Mm-hmm. And obviously that was a pay cut, you know, government job. But yeah, for sure. He's thriving. Yeah, there's more to it than money, for sure. Yeah. Thought I would feel more like my life was more together. We talked about that. 100%. 100%. Having social connections for going out. Interesting. Yeah. Not that big of a deal. Don't have phone anymore. I just said going out is not that big of a deal. That was on my list. Be with the people that you really love and go out with them. And if you don't have anything to do that night, stay home. FOMO is not real on this podcast. Not a thing. Um, this is a good one. The boyfriend you dated at age 20. LOL. 
so true. So true. You thought. You I think we all, we all probably lost about 185 pounds when we yeah. were 20, in between the ages of 20 and 22. And that pounds was a man. Yeah, exactly. And that <laughs> wasn't big involved. Yeah, he, you you're just such a different thought. person, and you're better, and yeah, the, great one, that was a great one. Someone, someone wrote me to TikTok that was like, have you ever, I'm not talking about like celebrities or anybody, I'm thinking about like, think within your own life, like have you ever been like, wow, he, he really, or she really is Miss Now, oh that guy. Like, oh yeah, no. No, you're, no. you're always like, yes, Never that guy was thing. a loser, I'm so yeah. glad she's not with him anymore. Yeah, 100%, so true. Okay, having to have your life perfect and figured out, marriage, house, kids, career, etc. Yes. Yep. You guys, yep. you have the rest Plus of your life to do that. Mm-hmm. Don't put that pressure on yourself right so now. So true. This is a good one we haven't talked about yet. My college GPA. So true. So true. I cannot even tell you what my college GPA was. Um, and I'm pretty sure, like, Spencer's were really... I mean, he double made... I mean, I don't think his is, like, that fantastic, and he's doing fine in his career, so don't worry. At the end of the day, like, once you secure that first job, it's all about your... Even if, like, no matter where you went to school, like, once you're in that job, it's about, what, like, how good you are at that job. Yes, it's all... Like, and that's worth ec- your worth ethic, and your worth ethic... Work ethic? <laughs> your work ethic... What are you okay? <laughs> ethic, no end. Yeah, so I was right the first time. <laughs> And then whether or not you're coachable, because school's the only time in your life where you're expected to be good or agree at a lot of things all at once. Yeah. If you think so about true. it. Like, I can't believe in high school we were expected to be good at English, math, science, mm-hmm. still play sports, like do all this stuff crazy. and be, be, get straight A's and everything. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, once you're in the real world, all you need to focus on is your job. That's it. It's like, you so don't have nice. to be good at a hundred different things. You yeah. just need to be good at your job. So true. Okay. Um, being here's another one. Being the last one to get married out of my close friends, rather wait and get it right. Yes, the re- again, couldn't you have, have said it better myself. The rest of your life to be with that person mm-hmm. It's better to be alone than to be with the wrong person. My best friend always says, "Better to be single at twenty-five, or we could even up those numbers. Let's say better to be single at thirty than divorced at forty. Yeah. Exactly, or to be just, like, in a miserable relationship, Yeah. Having my life together, convinced you just never have it figured out. (laughs) No, we're just, you just have to try to enjoy the ride. So true. It's the climb. It's the climb. Miley said it best. It's great. First job after university. Yeah. Yeah, nobody likes it. 100%. My job, 100%. It's not even, it shouldn't be, like, your whole life for certain. It should, you should have many facets to your life. Yes. Look at this one, Kate. You read this one. FOMO. Mm. Relatable. Mm, mm. So relatable. Yep. And last but definitely not least, not having had a serious boyfriend before or being single. A hundred percent. Yes. All of these things are just like arbitrary social pressures that yes. as long as we're happy in our lives should absolutely not apply. And, and that's on being in your late 20s you realize that and again the right guy will not care how many boyfriends you've had if you've had 20 or zero they won't care exactly so you learn you learn on the fly you learn how to do it a hundred percent and you know your worth probably yeah i think really what i'm coming to after this episode is just realizing that 
The reason that we recognize that these things are not that big of a deal is because we have a greater understanding of what actually matters mm-hmm. in life. Definitely. And that just comes, that's the way that comes of age. age. We say at the right, say at 25 and 30. Literally. I can't wait to listen to this when we're like 40 and be like, idiots. Yeah, we didn't that know was anything. Idiots. That was idiots. They thought they, they thought. No, they had it all figured out. But um, should we do baboos? Yeah, I'm so hungry. I haven't eaten all day. Oh my god. Cannot relate. <laughs> Oh, you know what I did have, though? After Core Power, I went to Culture, and I thought of you. Oh, I love Culture. I yeah. in a while. I did have that today. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yes. Babu, for last week, I didn't want to, I think, drink that much at, in Montauk. Mm. Well, no, that couldn't have been it, because I certainly <laughs> did not do that. <laughs> Could not have been it. I mean, that could still, I mean, I don't know. I I, was that yours? No, I think that was two weeks ago. Because I remember I did a good job at it. Oh, I think it was maybe getting back and, like, continuing to work out. Oh, how's that going? It's going great. Great, great. I'm yeah. cut these days, people. If you, see me, if you see me walking on the West Side Highway with just six-pack abs, yes, that is me. Yeah. So. Try not to be blinded. Yeah. Um, lots of yoga, too, so it's been good. And my babu for this week. Oh, you know what? Actually, I feel like maybe it was journaling. Mm-hmm. And I have been doing that, so. That's good. Love it. But um, what do I want to do this week? Honestly, like, I really want to continue to, like, journal and meditate. Let's keep that going. It's really good. Good. So just, like, mental health. Yeah. A priority. Yeah, Mine was writing my thank you notes, which I still haven't done. So that's going to be my babu again for next week. Also, we won't have an episode next week because yeah. I'm away in France. And it's just going to be too hard to FaceTime with the time change and, like, yeah. I'm on vacation, so I want to relax. Yep. But this has been such a great episode. Hopefully it can fuel you for two yes. weeks in a row. Yes. And we can't wait to see your content from France. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be literally on the content. So follow me on TikTok. But wait, what's your babu? Oh, my babu is going to be enjoying my vacation and not yes. putting any pressures on myself to, like, work out or eat well. Just, like, enjoy and live in the moment and... Mm. I got some cute outfits, so that's what it's all about. That. The yeah. cute outfits. Yeah. Have you seen that TikTok that's like, if a girl is about to go on a vacation, don't talk to her. She's getting her nails done. She's getting her spray tan. She's getting her outfits together. Literally, She's my doing everything. Through the roof. Classic pre-vacation ting. So excited for you! Can't wait to see what comes out of it. Yes. All right, guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And Monday reset times two. Let's go. go. Oh, wait, wait, wait. If you've made it to the end, (laughs) you get to hear our special announcement that I keep forgetting to say every week. But we've now reached 700 followers. So thank you, everyone. Hit that follow button. Uh, yes, we're actually so well over 700 by the time I have announced this, so maybe we're nearing 800, but yeah. just wanted to keep us honest with our... Yes, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for following. Love you guys. Money Reset. Let's, Let's go. go.